everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Amber. We're identical twin sisters from Southern California. While we may look exactly alike, sometimes we think that's all we have in common. We invite you to grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and hang out with us for a little bit. This is Hashtag Twin Life Podcast. Hello. Hello, twin. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Welcome, everyone, to the Hashtag Twin Life Podcast. I am Amber, and this is... Ashley, we are co-hosts. She's not my co-host. I'm not her co-host. We are co-hosts together. Yes, together. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, I don't know. This week we have, I guess, a pretty cool topic. But before we get into our week and our topic, um, make sure you guys go over and you subscribe. Um, we are doing audio versions right now with no video, but you can still go over to YouTube um, and, um, listen to us on YouTube and please hit the bell so that, you know, whenever we have new, um, we have new, a new podcast up. If you're listening to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, any of those podcasts, um, any of those podcasts, what is, what's the platforms. platforms, platforms, any of those podcast yeah. platforms, you can, um, also subscribe, but please leave us a five-star rating. We would love that. And also feel free to leave us a comment. Um, that interaction really helps us out, get up there so other people can hear us, and we also love to hear from you guys. So, yay. So, how's your week, Twin? Um, my week's been really good. We're just, um, obviously, we're record- I'm recording from a different place right now. Since we're not doing video, I can record, like, anywhere in my house. So, that oh my God, is God, that's amazing. <laughs> and I'm recording from I a can- table. Yay! Table. Not on the floor, not on a bed. I'm recording on a table. So happy. Yeah, last week I recorded with Phoenix and Derek downstairs eating breakfast at nine in the morning, and I recorded on the floor in my closet, which kind of is reminiscent of like our first episode when we used to record squeezed in a closet <laughs> together. Yeah. So, which now that I yeah. think about it, was completely unnecessary as far as sound goes to be for us to have been cooped up inside the closet. We didn't have AirPods back then, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. So our sound wouldn't have been that good. If you were a podcaster, like, you may think that these, like, dope, like, like, podcasts, like, headphones, or I have DJ at Blake's DJ headphones, honestly, like, get yourself some AirPods, and maybe, like, I just use, like, a regular, like, vlogging mic, and we have great sound, and it's consistently great sound, which is really important, and took us a long time to get right, so. um, Yeah, I need to get one of those... The vlogging mics? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, just one that I can put, like, because you know you have the USB, you can just, like, USB it into your computer, and then it sounds great, so. Um, yeah, I just have my thing. No, I mean, no, but I don't have your mic, though. I know, but I'm saying you have my splitter, and <laughs> that's what my splitter's for, and you have it. Oh, yeah, um, I would just have to get, like, one of those huge... Like, I have a mic, and it's Derek's mic, and so, like, we haven't invested any money. This is, like, a totally, totally side topic. We can do a whole podcast about how we podcast. If anybody wants to hear it, maybe episode one (laughs) of next year, we will do, like, a how we recorded 52 episodes in one year podcast. I should write that down. That's a great idea for a podcast. It is a great idea. And, like, Uh, things we've, like, learned and figured out and, like, what we do different now and all the good things. Yes, exactly. But um, as far as my week, um, it's been a pretty, like – the week's been pretty good. Um, we finally got some cold weather. Um, let's see. What happened between last week? Uh, Halloween? Was that last week? No, that was two weeks yeah. ago. So, yeah, this, there was a, this week a, we just – A small thing happened, you know, the oh, election. Or... The election happened. Yes, that was exciting. <laughs> Four days yeah. long, and we still have weeks and weeks and weeks to go. So that was definitely very exciting. And some people were very stressed. I – wasn't really feeling the stress until like the second, then the third day. And I was like, okay, people, like this is even giving me some anxiety. Cause you're used to like when we were growing up, even in the election, you're used to it just happening in one night and then they decide at well, cause it was midnight. It was mainly, it was mainly electronic back then. So like there was the view, if you had to do like an absentee ballot, you had a really early time to like, that you had to have it in. And then anybody else who voted on the day of were doing electronic ballots. So you didn't have yeah. the concept of like people getting their votes in the day of election, like mailing their votes in the day, ele- like election day. Um, yeah. But as of right now, our president elect is President Joe Biden. Biden. So yes, barring some ridiculousness, 
we, our president is Joe Biden. So, and our vice president elect is the first black and East Asian president, female vice president, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Woo. So happy. So if you aren't as excited as, as us, we are sorry. We still love you, but this is for us. It's been, it's very exciting on many levels and whatever. So, um, yeah, but before that, I feel like we're going to segue into our did you sees talking about that, but how was your week, Twin? Um, my week was good. It was very like, it just like everything in our life's kind of progressing slowly, but surely. So, um, I went and did something that was pretty, oh no, I'll wait. I'll leave that to the end. Cause that was like, I'll leave that to the end. I'll make, I'll, I'll make that my, um, go girl. But this week we got literally just now, like an hour ago, we got some, um, furniture in from one of the, like one of the properties that the comp that Blake's company owns, they sold that house and they had staged it with some like furniture. So they actually just brought some over here. Cause obviously we don't have any of our, our furniture's not here. So, um, we've been like kind of air, air mattressing it and like, you know, kind of like camping out for the last in, in, in an apartment, but for the last like few weeks, we've just kind of been camping out since we haven't been in a hotel. Cause that was ridiculously expensive. So We've been kind of camping out. So it's nice to like not be completely camping out right now. We've got like a little couch. We've got like a high top table in here now. And like, so we can, you know, kind of feel less like campers and more like people that live here. <laughs> so yeah, I'm very happy about that. Like Blake brought in, like we have like the little rails that you put the box ring on, you put the mattress on top. It's not some fancy, fancy bed frame, but it works great for us because we also this week's went and looked at a couple of um, houses. There's or well, a couple of um, models for homes. They have a ton of neighborhoods where they're building like a bunch of different houses, like track homes in all these neighborhoods. Um, and because they're, they're really trying to develop the state really like, I mean, if you guys have never been to Indiana, it is a like in comparison to California and Georgia, it's not very developed. So a lot of so people are really trying to like, Companies keep coming and buying all these land and wanting to put a bunch of houses on it to help develop the, the state. So, but they gave you all these incentives and stuff. So we looked at like a beautiful home that literally has like all the things that we would want. And um, so hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll be putting down like the earnest money on it. And then in like six months from now, we'll have a, a new house. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yay, that really yeah. So we'll keep you guys, I'll keep you guys updated on the whole development of the house situation. And then I also did some fall shopping slash winter shopping because I have no winter clothes. Winter clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Even in storage, I don't have winter clothes. And I mean like legit winter clothes, like not this, like I've got a long sleeve and some jeans and like some boots. Like, no, like I had to get like thermal, these leggings twin that I got from Target, I are like mm -hmm. thermal like I would put these on and I was like, these are pants. Like these are, <laughs> they were like double layered. They had a layer on the inside and then an outer layer. I was like, Oh my God, these are freaking so comfortable. The ones I really want to get though. I really want to get a leather pair really bad, mm. a pleather pair. So I'm going to get, I'm going to try to track down some of those. They were oddly sold out at target. Not surprised, but anyways, but yeah, this week's been, it's been good getting things kind of in order and, um, I'm trying to think if we did anything. It was last week, the week we went to the, I went to Fall the, festival. The, yeah. But did we talk about, I think so. Yeah. But I talked about it on the podcast already last time, didn't I? I, I don't know. It's hard to remember if we talked about it on the podcast or if you just told me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we went to a fall festival. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was last weekend um, out here and it was amazing. We had hot apple cider. Like we did all the thing, all the fall things. If you did not see on my Instagram, I did post like five photos of our, and I literally titled it like, um, like I think I said like all things fall or we're doing like super falling and or something like that. So we just, I, it's just like the most fall I did. It was a pumpkin patch. I walked through like an apple, um, an apple orchard, which all the apples were dead because apparently didn't know this apples die by October. So apple picking oh. season is from August to the beginning of October. So by the time Halloween comes around, which is like that, it was that weekend um, that we went, um, all the 
stuff, all the apples are gone. So I didn't get to like pick any apples, which is kind of sad. So I told Blake, I was like, we have to do apple picking way earlier in the year, babe. But it was so yeah. good. It was so good. I literally the best apple cider. And Landon had so much fun, like running through the pumpkin patches and they had a whole like, um, a bunch of like really cute, like kids, like stuff set up with like a petting zoo and like it was super fun. So we'll go earlier next year. Um, so that it's like really fresh and whatever, but it was nice. It's, it's nice being able to really truly enjoy the seasons here. Yeah. I'm happy that it's finally getting like, cool outside where I've been, you know, I've been able to like, we had like one super random, like 90 degree day, um, on Friday of last week. And then it rained Saturday, um, Sunday and Monday. And oh, I saw that on the today, news actually that San Diego was going to get like a storm, like storms or whatever last, over the weekend. Yeah, it was, yesterday was a really weird day. Like we would look up and it would be sunny. And then like two hours later, it would just suddenly get dark and then start pouring. And then it would like slowly clear up and then it would be sunny and then it would go up to 60 degrees. And then like two hours later, it would just like temperature would drop 10 degrees and then it would just get cold, like cold and then turn to downpour. And I was like, what is going on with the weather? Like it's super, was super, it reminded me of Texas a little bit. Like just like <laughs> random cold, the wind would pick up like to like 25, 30 miles per hour. And then it would just like come down rain, like. I was like, um, this is extremely weird. So yeah, but oh yeah. And also big thing yesterday. And then we will move on to our, did you see's Derek's birthday was yesterday. So we're recording this on Monday. Um, is he 30 and yet? Derek's birthday was, yes, he's 29. Oh God. He turned on. 29. Come on. Good thing. <laughs> Next year we'll do a big 30 year old <laughs> birthday. Um, but yeah, he's 29 and it was super fun to like, just like hang out, like, so the thing that kind of irritated me about it was like, I'm like really big about RSVPing. I don't know what happened with our generation of people born between 1990 and freaking 80 in 1980, but we forgot how to RSVP apparently. So, so people annoying. don't like to like, they like wait until the day of, you have to text them to make sure that they're coming to even know if they're going to come. And then even an hour before, sorry, can't come, forgot that I had to take my cat on a walk. And you're like, oh, okay, cool, great. <laughs> so it's just like, it's like so irritating. I'm like, we, things have been planned, like food has been bought. Like, we're not, I'm not just like, hey, come hang out with us. Like, no, I'm planning like a, a get together. So, um, the one couple that we knew for sure would come was the, is this couple that we're kind of like growing, growing closer to, um, that lives here, um, and we've gone to like a couple of things. We went to their like, uh, if you looked on my, if you've seen my Instagram, we went pumpkin carving at their house. And then, but then they went on a vacation because their birthday is, um, the wife's birthday is November 2nd. And, um, so she went on a vacation and she's not coming, didn't come back until today. So she wasn't able to go, even though she really wanted to, they really wanted to come. Cause like we usually do like game nights and stuff. So they weren't able to come, but they told me two weeks ago when I did the invite. So then there was another friend, like another group of friends. Cause I was like, okay, babe, like I have a lot of friends that are couples, like just from like F45 and stuff. Like I could round up a group of people to come. And I was like, also tell me who you want to be there so that I can like start, you know, letting people know, or you let people know and then tell me how many people are going to be there or going to, what couples are going to come. And he was like, yeah, honestly, I just want two couples, Jordan and Katrina, which are his best friends. And then this other couple who we, we know from his work and they, like last minute, like they're the kind of people that no matter what, they're always going to, it's always going to be last minute. And if they do show up, they're not going to tell you for sure they're going to come. They're just going to show up and they're going to show up late. And it drives me freaking nuts. Like every time we invite them to something, Derek's like, oh, invite them. And I'm like, okay, cool. We've invited them to three game nights now and Derek's birthday. And both times they're like, oh, we'll see. Um, I don't really know if I can go, but thanks for the invitation. Anyways, I'm done inviting them to play things like it just drives me nuts. Like I just say yes or no, especially if I tell you two weeks in advance, say yes or no. Don't say like maybe. And then I have to text you the day of to figure out whether or not you're coming. Like, I think that's just like ridiculous. My whole thing with people doing that is people not showing it like if I take the time to plan something out two weeks in advance, because I've planned many a birthday party for Ashley and I over the years, and I've had some highly successful ones and some that kind of flopped. So yeah, the ones 
what bugs me is I always, for Ash and I's birthday, I literally start inviting people a month in advance. I'm that person. Like I'm about to invite you a month in advance because if I wait two weeks or the week before, like people still have to like put in requests off for work, um, all those kind of things. And I just wanted, I just wanted people to like, you know, give them courtesy and like give them, make them be able to plan. Cause I don't want to hear the excuses. I have to work. Like, no, you could, you have, you could request it off. I did actually have one year where I didn't invite everybody from, from the Oasis and people were salty about it. And I was like, well, some of y'all have to work. Yeah. Like, and Billy literally asked me, he was like, who do I need to not schedule and who do you not care? I'm like, these people, <laughs> these people have to be off and these people <laughs> are going to work. Yeah. They can come after. Yeah. Like that was, and I, that's maybe like, that may be crappy of me, but I was just, I, there were people that I valued coming more than other people. Um, but anyways, I don't, I, but I don't like when people do that. Like I, I take the time to get invitations sent out and then last minute they're like, um, I can't come because blah, blah, blah. Or like they tell me they're going to come. And then the day before say they're not coming or hours before I thought they were coming. And then all of a sudden magically they can't make it or just like stuff like that. I just feel like it's super inconsiderate. And it also makes me feel like when somebody doesn't, um, commit to coming to something that I invite them to that they don't care. Yeah, like, that they don't want to come. Because when yeah, I really, when you really want to do something, you commit. You put it on the calendar and you go, hey, this is this person's thing they invited me to. They took the time to wait to invite me two weeks in advance. I And it, and if I cannot schedule it to, so for me to be able to come, then I'm just going to say no. Or I'm going to make it a priority. Yeah. But I'm not going to like string them along, you know. So anyways. And see, that's, that's why – that's why me and the girl that invited me to the – I'm not using using their names because I don't know if they want me to use their names. But the girl that invited us – invited me and Derek and Phoenix to the pumpkin to the pumpkin carving, she told me like three weeks in advance. She was like, it's happening on this day. I was like, wow, she is organized. That's why she and I get along because she tells me things like weeks in advance. She doesn't cons- – she doesn't assume like – she tells you weeks in advance. And then even then she was like, they were talking about, yeah, like they're like, is so-and-so couple coming? She's like, they're like, Oh, I'm not really sure. They said they might stop by for a few minutes. Like, I hate when people do that. Like you might stop by for a few minutes. Like, what do you think this is? Like, just first come. All, like, no what are like, you doing? That's all, so boring. No one's life is that busy right now. No one's right. So why are you? Gonna be like, I may stop by for like, no, unless you have children, there's really no reason for you to be like, I may come by for a couple minutes and then I have to like, like, no, you don't. You're not that busy. Y'all brought Phoenix with you to the pumpkin patch thing, so or the pumpkin carving thing. Yeah, she told us we could, so we did. And he was the only yeah. kid, and he did great. Yeah. Well, um. Okay. You know what happened to our DGCs? Yes, we can. So we already talked about the big one, which was the election, so we won't talk about that anymore. But I feel like there was one more. What was the other one? Oh, John- wait. Johnny Depp. Oh, Johnny Depp. And then we yes. talked about The Bachelor for a, like a little bit about The Bachelor and then we can get into our topic. Get into our topic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you guys didn't hear, I mean, real quick, Johnny Depp um, is not going to be in the next um, uh, Beast. What are they called? Fantastic Beasts as Grindelwald. Yes. He's not going to be, yes, he's not going to be in those those films anymore because apparently like him and like, what's her name? Amber what? I think it's Heard. Okay, she's the girl that played Aquaman's like love interest in the Aquaman movie. If you haven't seen it, she was the redhead mermaid girl. Um, she apparently <laughs> they're not mermaids. Had, like, whatever, aqua people, <laughs> Atlanteans. There you go, Atlanteans. Um, every, I just remember looking at her going, "You look like Ariel," like through the whole movie because she has light red hair and she swam in the ocean. Then she was a water person. Ocean person. Um, anyways, an Atlantean. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get that correct. She, um, she was in that movie. So apparently they've been having, like, they, they've had domestic, um, abuse allegations on both sides. Like he says that she cut off his finger and he, she said that he did, I don't know. They, both of them just need to get as far away from each other as possible. But for some reason they seem to find it necessary to fight in court over it instead. And they don't have children together. He has a kid with somebody else. So I still don't understand why they're fighting. What is the pur- purpose of this? Just get away from each other. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just kind of ridiculous that they're, like, fighting over this. I don't know. I wish they would just... Um, stop. Yeah, just just stop. Like, why? 
I, I mean, I'm more upset that he's not going to be Grindelwald because he was just so magical as Grindelwald, and I feel like who so the heck good. are they going to recast? And Warner well, Brothers is like, oh, we'll is that just he, recast he had the role. Faces, right? Did he? Yeah, because he was originally he was like his original face wasn't Johnny Depp's face in the first one. He revealed that he was Johnny Depp in the second one. So in reality, they could cast somebody, and he could have just changed his face, like changed his face for some reason because he originally wasn't it was somebody else it was um i can't remember who the actor was in the first movie and then after he like after they arrested him then his face turned into johnny depp johnny oh okay which i guess is his real face but like i feel like because of that transition and it's a movie about magic they could find something but he was still so good and johnny depp does such a good job of owning his characters you know yeah. Yeah. There was something about Grindelwald's character that was just like very um endearing, even though he's like evil. But it yeah. was still very endearing because of the way Johnny Depp played him. So I don't know, we'll see. And hopefully the movie is still I mean, I'm I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan, but Derek is, and he was like super crushed that <laughs> Johnny Depp wasn't gonna play him. So I think unless somebody dies, like What's his name died after two movies? Um, Dumbledore, the actor that played Dumbledore, and people were like, "Ah, he's not going to be able to to live up to his, you know, amazing the the previous actors, you know, as Grindelwald, da 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 da." And he did great. So, yeah, I'm sure they'll find somebody. But Johnny Depp is just has such a unique way about his how he curates his characters and stuff that it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see. But I don't know. But anyway, so there's that. And then, but the next thing, the best part about the, the best part about our did you sees is definitely the ridiculousness that is the bachelorette or at least oh one of the first four episodes, which I'm going to be real with you, twin. After talking to you about it, I had no desire to go back and watch it. So I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, eh, I already know what happens. Don't need to watch it. It's cool. It was so, just so cringy. I like, saw so it, many comments about how cringy it was. But that's just the depth. That's how it defined the whole season. Cringy. Like there's some – my biggest problem – okay, so since I did watch it, I'll just like cover like a couple of things. My biggest issue with it was that they really tried to – okay. So basically the breakdown of it is that like Claire basically start. they start the episode. She's talking to Chris Harrison oh, and she basically order. says – Spoiler Oh, yeah. Spoiler You haven't DVR or you haven't, I don't know, looked at Instagram or Facebook or TV. Blake heard the news on the radio. He was, it was on Fox (laughs) Radio. (laughs) So if you have had your head in the sand and you do not know this news, we are going to spoil what is the, what we know so far is to come. The first four episodes of The Bachelorette. So just so you know, because it's a huge spoiler. So if you missed it, I'm sorry. Yeah, we, I knew about this months ago, but some people for some reason didn't know about this. Okay. So basically, long story short, they finally reveal that Claire leaves the show, tells Chris Harrison, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I have no desire to be with any other guys. I want to be with freaking Dale. Uh, Gail. Dale. <laughs> Gail. <laughs> that would be a twist. Uh, Dale. <laughs> so. <laughs> so he, he decides that he that she decides that she wants to leave and be with Dale. The part that's hilarious about it is like they go on it they go on a one on one date, right? Chris Harrison comes in, tells the guys, "Hey, you're not going on a date today." Oh, by the way, Dale, let me talk to you for a minute. So he tells Dale, "Hey, Claire wants to see you on a one on one date. I didn't want to tell her about this. Tell you tell tell say this in front of the guys because I know there's an tension. But you are going on a date with Claire right now." So they go, he goes back to his room, he gets dressed up, they go on a date, he tells her that he is falling in love with her, she tells him, I'm falling in love with you, it's all magic and happiness. Meanwhile, the guys are at the house sitting all day long, not doing anything, getting pissed that Dale is gone again for the whole day. And the other guys are like, I don't understand. They're like, at this point, they're, at this point, they're starting to figure it out. So like, what am I here for if she's just gonna pick Dale? Like, what a waste of time. This is ridiculous. Like, I just, like, just, if she's going to be with Dale, just tell, just, she needs to just tell all of us. And then I guess we're going to go home. So there's 
most of the guys feel that way. The, there's two guys, Jason and the other guy's name I can't remember right now, who are like actually had like one-on-one dates with her and actually got to know her better than the other guys. Um, yeah. The one guy is the one that like DM'd her before the show. And then Jason's the guy that did the weird um, date where they had to like write letters to their younger, their younger selves. Yeah. So. Which I thought was super those weird, guys- by the way. Yeah, what a, it was a super weird date. So if you guys don't want to know about our opinions about that, go back a couple episodes in your feed and you will hear our opinions about that episode. Um, but yeah, so he basically that happens. There, the guys are like, those two guys are like, kind of like, oh my gosh, like I actually was developing feelings for her. Like what the heck? And they're like low key heartbroken. Okay. So fast forward, date's over. Chris Harrison goes up to Claire and goes, Hey, so, you know, you've decided you want to be with him. So I guess the next step is proposal, right? Uh, okay. So she's just like, yeah, I guess that's what it is. And, um, <laughs> that's super weird. so then she, so then she gets all excited. He, Chris calls freaking the ring guy, Neil Lang. He's like, Hey, by the way, I need a ring and I need it today. He's like, wait, what? You're only three weeks into production. How do you need a ring? And he's like, Chris is like, I don't know. It's just, I'm just going with the flow, basically. Then he goes and talks to Dale and says, oh, hey, so you love Claire? And he's like, yeah, I do love her. He's like, oh, by the way, Claire, Claire dumped all the other guys a minute ago, which was super awkward. I won't go into super details. That was super awkward. She was just like, I'm in love with Dale and I think you guys are great and you'll find someone, but I'm going to be with Dale. Like that's literally what she told them. Uh, and yeah, so I Where didn't the like the fact that I felt like I'm not going to apologize for love, blah, 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 come in. That happened when she, she had already broken up with, she had already decided she was going to break up with all the guys and she goes in the room and that's when she tells them because the guy, I can't remember his name, but the one that's like the, the, uh, the boy band manager guy yeah, with all the tattoos, he's older. He was the one that was like. Like, I mean, I feel like you owe us all an apology. And she was like, an apology for what? Like, what exactly am I apologizing for? She's like, I'll apologize. And then that's what she says. I'll apologize for wasting your time. I'll apologize for, you know, hurting your feelings. But I am not going to apologize for love. Is what she says to him. Which I find very condescending. I mean, I don't think she should apologize for falling in love with him. What, I mean, what, what, what should she apologize for? For wasting her time? For wasting her time. Yeah, I guess. Well, okay, but, okay, I guess, okay, coming from somebody that's annoyingly empathetic, I would have been like, wow, this really, like, I'm so happy that I'm in love, but man, I was on The Bachelor, and it would suck if I stopped my entire life, and heaven forbid, like, they stopped their whole entire lives when the world was functioning normally. These guys went through a whole, they jumped, not, to say they jumped through hoops is like, not even, they jumped through fiery hoops to be on the show. <laughs> so for her to not yeah. even have the, have like the care to be like, you know what? We are in, this country is in a lot of hard times. Like I realized that you guys gave up so much and I didn't come into this situation with this intention. I came into this situation with an open heart and I wanted to find love and I have found love and I don't feel like I should be, I should continue with this process and waste any more of y'all's time. That's how she did approach it. That's basically what she said. Okay. Like, it was, like, probably five, at least a good, like, I mean, it felt like, in television time, it was probably two, three minutes, so it was probably, like, 20-ish minutes of her apologizing. So, it was a, it was a good long speech she made, and it wasn't just, like, very flippant, like, sorry, screw you guys, I found love, so have a great life, like, it wasn't like that. Okay. She was very, she was like crying and she was very like heart, like you could tell she was sad and like it was really, really hard for her to do it. And the guys seemed to be like, you know, I respect the fact that you actually came to us and told us this because she could have just sent Chris Harrison, you know? Yeah. She could have just sent, she could have just been like, hey, Chris, by the way, I'm going to go be in love, but can you go break up with all these guys for me? You know what I mean? Totally yeah. could have done that. Yeah. But she didn't. She just, she faced them, which to me, I don't know if I could have done it. Like, man. So... Anyways, end of the episode, basically Dale and Claire go skip off into the sunset. And then the last five minutes, we find out Chris Harrison comes to the guys after Dale. He tells the guys, hey, by the way, uh, Dale and Claire are gone. Dale proposed and Claire said yes. And they've left the island or left the, the bubble. 
They're off in the real world now. So you guys have a choice. You can either stay in the bubble or you can leave. He doesn't say anything else. He doesn't say we're going to bring a new bachelorette. He doesn't say anything. He just says you can stay in the bubble or you can leave. And But you have to be ready with an open heart to, to potentially date somebody new. So um, some of the guys were like kind of not sure. Will I be able to do this with an open heart, blah, blah, blah. The rest of the guys were like, uh, yes, second chance. Why would I say no? Right. So what we don't get to see is the guys react to Claire, which we will see this week. Tasha? Or have already seen. Or not to Claire. I'm sorry. React to Tasha. Um, cause it ends with she walks into the room of them. So they should, they don't make them go through limos or anything again. Basically she walks in the room and that's how the episode ends. It says to be continued. So we don't see any of their faces. Um, what they think, how they react, whatever. So it's the, the last 15 guys. There's apparently rumors that they're going to bring some other guys in, like, partway through. But I hope they don't. Because I think that's just going to get weird. Yeah, I think it's weird. It's already too much change. I did see some, like, you know, this season on The Bachelorette with Tasha highlights. And obviously they're going to play up the narrative of, like, are these guys – do these guys even really care about Tasha? Are they just trying to stay on the show? Have you seen her? I know. Like, That's dumb. <laughs> that is not real. At the very least, when they see her, they're not going to be upset. Like, that's not, no yeah. guy is going to be like, ugh, that's our bad. Like, that's not going to, they're not going to be like, ew, no. this girl. Like, no, she is annoyingly beautiful. And like, I told Blake, I was like, the glow up, Tasha was already gorgeous. You put some bachelorette magic and wardrobe and hair. <laughs> guys yeah it is stupid she has a million followers now like it's crazy I and she wasn't even the bachelorette until yeah, people loved her on bachelor in paradise um they la- they loved their relationship with jpj john paul jones we couldn't remember his name last week we remembered it now john paul jones yep um yep. <laughs> and the way they broke up was an amicable breakup. Like she, they got back together and then their distance was what broke them up. And they just couldn't between his job. Cause he has like a regular job and her career that requires her to like travel and like all that stuff, you know? So it didn't work out, which is great for us because I thought she should have been the bachelorette to begin with. Like bump this Claire stuff. Tasha is 28 yeah. years old. She's not 40 or whatever, almost 40, but she's still grown. She's not 22 or 23. Like Hannah, Hannah was, um, yeah. So, and she's had quite a few years to roam around the Bachelor world since she was on her season with Colton. Because it's been like what three years, twin, since Colton? Uh, I think it's been two. I think Colton was last year. I see. Oh, the, so much has happened in the world. <laughs> well, it's because the Bachelor normally happens in like January. Yeah, I guess it just feels like it's been so long. Because it was Bachelor. Because right Paradise. now we would have already. Paradise would have ended right now, and we would have been starting The Bachelor. Yeah. Right now. Well, that's usually what happens. Yeah. Well, either way, I'm really look. I mean, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. I will definitely be tuning in tomorrow. Um, we're recording on a Monday this week. We told you guys we'll get you guys a podcast out on the same day, so doesn't matter what day we record, we're getting a podcast out. So, um, yeah. But let's get into our topic before we run out of run out of time, twin. Yeah. So we good good over the time. Okay. So I, I don't think I've said this on the podcast, but I went to a Starbucks one day and I brainstormed a bunch of different podcast topics because I really want us to like, I really wanted to have topics that like were really well thought out. Cause not that our topics aren't well thought out, but like we tend to like come up with a topic like the day before and we're like, Oh, that's a good topic. And then we kind of go for it. Um, which we still have done. Like if something more interesting comes up, but I just wanted to have some like banked so that like, you know, when we have situations like this, we can have a topic um, that's actually really good and actually still really relevant. So um, basically this week we're going to be talking about 10 things we learned about ourselves after we became moms. And I think this is a really good topic just like now in general, because like so much has changed with like, I think parenting and motherhood, a lot of, a lot of it's been coming in question lately um, with just like the way COVID is and school and making all these crazy decisions. And like, 
I'm sure a lot of people are like, I never thought I would be this kind of parent or I didn't know I was, you know, your kids are at home all the time. And you're like, okay, like I didn't know I was this person or, you know, like having to spend day in, day out with your kids and your spouse or being a, you know, a homeschool teacher now and all this kind of stuff that you never planned to do. So I figured we would just talk about, um, a few things that like we learned being as, um, once we became moms. So I don't know if you guys know already, but my son is four. He'll be five in January and Amber's Oh my is God. Two I can't have a five-year-old twin. I know. I'm going to have a whole five-year-old. Oh my God. That's crazy. He's 44 inches tall, by the way. I looked up that height. That's the average height of a six-year-old. Yeah. And Phoenix is so The high. average height of a... He's very slim, but he's tall. Yeah. The average height of a six-year-old is 40... Two and a, or 45 and a half. And he's 44 inches tall. Wow. It's crazy. He's like giant. So, <laughs> and he's skinny too. He's 44 inches tall and 44, 44 inches tall and 44 pounds. So he's just shooting up right with his weight, I guess. Um, and anyway, hopefully that stops because I don't want him to be a hundred pounds and a hundred inches tall. That would just be crazy. Um, okay. So, the first thing on this list that I think is like kind of one of those things that I have dealt with the entire time, even now that Phoenix is five, uh, is that I really, really, really like sleeping like a lot. And yeah. when I don't have sleep, I'm super freaking grumpy. And like, I literally like, even though Derek and I want to have two more kids, just thinking about having a newborn and the lack of sleep that I had and having to deal with a toddler coming home from school, <laughs> I yeah. just, like, I I just low-key have anxiety already, like, thinking about that. But then I think about, like, I got well-adjusted with Phoenix, like, with his sleep schedule. I got him on a solid, like, I just adjusted. I got him on a solid six to seven hours of sleep. Like, am I probably going to get up and do F45 at six o'clock in the morning? Probably not. But you know, I'll, you know, still be, I'll, I'll figure it out. Plus in the first six weeks, I won't be working out anyways. Anyways, long story short, that does kind of give me anxiety. Um, but for you, Landon's pretty much slept since he came home. So. Yeah, no, but I still thought this is the thing. Landon for the first, obviously when he came into this world until he was about, I think Landon was sleeping solid through the night at six months old. So, but I was getting him to sleep between four and six hours when he was about four months old and four to six hours at a time is like a gift from the, from God when you have a infant. Yeah. So, and I remember, I remember what I would do is I would go to sleep. Cause I would, cause what happened, what starts to happen too, when you have a, like an infant is you forget what time it is. <laughs> so, cause I would just be like, okay, it's been two hours. It's time to eat. It's time for him to eat. Okay. He's got back to sleep. He slept for the, like, I would wake up and think I went, I would wake, like I would go to sleep and fall asleep at eight. And I knew at 10 o'clock he was going to wake up and he was going to be hungry. And then he was going to go back to sleep. And then he'd probably sleep for another five or six hours, hopefully. Yeah. But so I would get him to go back to sleep about 11 o'clock and then he'd be up again at like 6am. But on the off chance that he woke up before that, I would look at the clock and if it was, if it has been six hours since the last, because since if it had been six hours since the last time I I would write down his times. It's like, you know, I was crazy. I was writing down exactly. I was like, so we woke up at 10 o'clock. He ate this many ounces. He was back asleep by this time. Now he's up at the, like, I was keeping all kinds of logs yeah. of him. And, um, anyway, so because of that, I, I just remember waking up and being like, it's been six hours. Okay. I can function on six hours of sleep. I'm getting up, you know, like, even yeah. though I had to get up anyway, I just, I was just, I trained myself to be less upset if I got at least six hours of sleep. So I had to alter my, cause when I was, when I was single, I would literally, I would sleep for 12 hours. I would literally like stay out. We would stay out till midnight or something. And if it was a day off, I would stay out till one or two in the morning. I'd come home. I'd sleep till freaking three on and off. Like I'd get yeah. up, I'd eat, I'd go back to sleep. I'd get up, I would shower, go back to sleep. I'd take Bell out and go back to sleep. Like that was like my day. I could sleep whenever I wanted to. I don't get to just sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I miss yeah. it. I miss being able to just take a nap in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can do that now, but like, it's still just, I don't know. It's different now. When I go to sleep, I sleep for two hours. I'm like, dang, like, 
one, I feel like I've wasted my day because I have to go pick up Phoenix. So I'm like, oh, I just wasted two valuable hours of my day by myself in the quiet that I could have had <laughs> sleeping. Like, what? <laughs> you know? Okay, so that brings me to the next one is that I really hate being woken up to chaos. Like, I literally, I just talked talk to you yesterday about this. Um, Derek is very awake when he gets up in the morning. Phoenix is the same way. So if I wake up and they are awake at the same time, like I barely get 30 seconds with my eyeballs open before it's like, Hey babe, how'd you sleep? How's it going? Are you hot? Are you thirsty? Do you want to get something to eat? Can I grab you something? Did you want me to start you breakfast? Did you? I'm like, I haven't even barely, my brain is not working yet. <laughs> like even this morning, like I literally woke up this morning, I roll out of bed and Phoenix's little voice, Hey babe, how was your sleep? I don't know, Phoenix. I just barely rolled out of the bed. I don't know how my sleep was yet. Give me five minutes and I will tell you how my sleep was. And Derek is literally, he gets his feeling, he gets so butthurt in the morning. Like, he's like, like if he's awake or he wakes up when I get out of the bed, he's like, morning, babe, can I get a kiss? I'm like, like I just won't open my eyes. I can't, I can't handle it. I need to like wake up. It needs to be on my own, on my own, like, even honestly, even when Phoenix used to wake up when he was a baby, that still felt like my time because he was a baby. Like he didn't, the only thing he needed for me was to hold him and feed him. Like you can just hold him, feed him, walk around. I can turn on a show, turn on a podcast, read a book, but it's still like the, the energy can still be very like quiet and like peaceful, you know, right. versus like Phoenix and Derek both waking up at the same time. It's just like, Oh my gosh, like I can't do it. I don't know how you guys do it. Or if you, you might have more tolerance for this than me. I don't know. I am not the person that – so what's funny about it is I don't think it – Blake – neither Blake nor I are, like, jump, like, awake in the morning. Like, Blake – but Blake also will get up. Like, he'll be in the bed, and then if he gets woken up, he'll just be like, I'm up. And he'll just get up, and then he'll go get dressed and go to the bath. But he doesn't, like, instantly start talking to me. He'll get up, but then he'll, he'll like, he'll come up and be like, babe, I'm going to go to the store – and kind of, like, leave the house and just, like, let me and Landon just, like, sleep. Um, and then this morning I was able to, like, like, Landon didn't wake up till eight like, 8.30. I woke up at 8 and I was able to get up and shower this morning before he even woke up. And I was just like, this is nice. Like, I really should start getting up earlier because I can, like, have some quiet yeah. and, like, it's in the morning. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And that's, like, so, yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel like I'm not as agitated about it as you. But I do, but it does, what's weird about it is it, when Blake is like that with Landon, I'm just like, can you just give him five seconds before you're tickling him and talking to him and picking like, he literally just opened his eye sockets. Like, yeah. Chill. Derek does that to Phoenix too. I'm like, leave him alone. Like, he's like, he's fine. I'm like, no, like, no, who wants to be poked and prodded at the first, first thing they do? Like when Landon wakes up, I like grab him and I snuggle him and like, I'm talking to him and like calm when he wakes up you know anyway yeah. what's the next one okay the next one is <laughs> yes I I feel like I have patience but I have very little patience and I don't think that I'm getting more patience I don't know maybe I am being becoming more patient I don't know what it is I think I I and mom says, mom says I'm really patient. She thinks I'm so patient. Like she'll hear me. Like sometimes I'll be on the phone with Phoenix and, or, and Phoenix is like doing something. And I'm just like, it's okay, Phoenix. Like, let's go do this. Let's do that. Let's change. I think it just depends. It depends on how, and I guess this is patience. It depends on how much my buttons have been pushed the whole day determines how much patience I have. And I guess that's because I've used up all my patience already. Probably. Yeah. So There's definitely days where I just like, after a few days in a row, I just sometimes I feel like my head's like sinking underwater slowly because yeah of all like the constant. I'm just not a person that need that ha, like can handle constant outside stimulation. Like I can sit and watch sh- watch shows calmly all day long, or like read a book or something, and like just sit there, and that's still stimulating my mind. But having to constantly like get this, get that, get up, mommy, this, blah blah, like that can just make kind of make me feel like I'm drowning. Um, after yeah. multiple days in a row of that, I just like have one of those like mommy like meltdowns where I'm just like, leave me alone, get away from me. 
Um, yeah. Can somebody just do something, <laughs> something yeah. for the kid? Like, yeah. Somebody else do it. You don't need any more juice. Yeah. Um, but on yeah. that, so I, my, mine that I added to this list, I, I feel like kind of coincides with that. Um, I thought when, before, like I was pregnant with Landon, one of the reasons I was hesitant about having a kid was that I thought I was just too selfish and self-absorbed to care for another human. Um, and I oddly have learned that that's just not the case. Um, well, duh. Like, well, she says duh. But for me, it just, it just really seemed, I was just like, I am super self-absorbed. Like, I like to sleep. If I want to sleep for 12 hours with nobody judging me, I'm going to sleep for 12 hours. If I want to go out at two in the morning and go like, or go out, leave my house at one forty-five at night to get last call at the bar, I want to be able to do that. But then I've learned that like my value system is different. Like I have no desire to be out till freaking midnight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, because that sounds miserable. Cause the first thing I think of is like, okay, if I'm out to midnight or like being hung over, like who's trying to be hung over with a toddler? No, <laughs> that yeah. sounds no miserable. So, yeah. So anyways, okay, so we can move on to the we can move on to the next one if you like. Okay. Um wait, do you have the outline? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you tell you do the next 3. Okay, so I did the first 3. Um I don't want as many as I thought. Well, that has to do with you cuz I've always known I only wanted one one quiet child. So, barely. <laughs> you, yeah, so I I always said that I wanted to have 5 boys. And I think maybe if I had had five boys, like if I was married at 20 or 21 and I had five boys back to back and I was done making babies by like 20, by now, 28, 27, 29, then maybe I would have had five. But just the idea, I see my friends that have four kids under five and I'm like, that just sounds so stressful. Like four kids under five, you are changing diapers for all of them. You're with all four of them all day, every day. They all need like Phoenix, like times four at the eight or Landon times four. Like (laughs) they all need juice at the same time. They all need snacks at the same time. They all need like putting them all four down for bed and all four down for naps. Like, Oh my goodness. Like I just, I need one to be old enough that they can help. Yeah, I think she said honestly, we used to we used to help. We used to you and I used to help. Yeah. So I think that that's good because so Phoenix is turning five this year. So by the time realistically, by the time you you and Derek have another baby, what he'll be seven, almost seven. Yeah, it's perfect time because he's in, he's in, he'll be in helper mode and he'll be in school. So he'll be in school all day. So all that time that you have like during the day with your infant, you won't have both of them. It's perfect. Yeah. Time. Which I agree. And I won't be changing diapers at the same time. Phoenix is potty trained. He can make his own snacks, like his own, he, he can get his own, if, like literally, he can, anything that's pre, like we have a lot of snacks in the house that are prepackaged. He has a little drawer, everything, we like put a lot of things down to his level. I need to move his like plates and bowls and things down to like his level so he can reach them now because he's been trying to get them, but he has to like climb up steps or whatever. So I need to do that so that he can get to his little cups and bowls and plates and stuff. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think that like, I definitely don't want five anymore. Two more, but not definitely not five. That's just <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so the next one. Oh, go I ahead. don't. The next one is I don't discipline the way that I thought. I honestly am not sure how I thought I would discipline. I think that I'm definitely a different. Like I'm 31, so I'm a older, more mature person now than I would have been when I was thinking about it. So I guess, I guess, yeah, in that aspect, I think, but I didn't, it's not like I had siblings that are disciplined for me to compare, like compare my, like my discipline style to, you know, I just kind of thought, um, I just was kind of, I think I just, I was under the impression that I will figure out how to just like, Landon's just going to be his own, like, he's going to be his own human. And I'm just going to have to learn to deal with the situations as, as they come. Um, but there's definitely things that I've for sure like stuck to that, you know, that I, I don't think I've changed anything. I don't know. What did you feel like you changed as far as like your discipline? Well, I mean, I, I definitely thought about it like way beforehand. So I, I thought, I think I thought I am a strict parent 
in some aspects, like in other aspects, I'm super lax, but in some things I'm like super strict and the things I'm super strict about, I'm like, there's no giving in. Like I knew that I was going to be very strict on like, um, routines, bedtime, when we go to bed, when we do, when we like do this, like the stuff, but there's stuff that like, I don't have like a, the only thing I'm strict on is bedtime. And, and even that routine has gotten a little bit more lax, but we kind of have a routine down. Like we formed a new routine. He's older. We can't do the same routine that we did when he was two. So we have a different routine now, but it's a routine, but we also, but at the same time, like when he's with, when I'm with him on Fridays and Saturdays, we don't have a, okay, we eat breakfast at nine. And then at 10 o'clock, we're going to play, we're going to do puzzles. And then at 11 o'clock, we're going to go to the park for an hour. And then 12 o'clock, we're going to come home. We're going to have quiet time. And then one o'clock we're going to, like, we don't have that. Like, I don't, we don't do that. We kind of just whatever set, you know, fly by the seat of our pants. However, when it comes to like school and like making sure that he like prioritizes, like, you know, he doesn't really have homework, but like making sure like we prioritize like books, like we read him books all day. Like now he loves books, wants us to read all the time. And that was really important to me. Um, teaching him a foreign language, super important to me. And as far as like regular discipline, I felt like I thought I was going to be like a spanker parent. And now just even thinking about that, I'm just like, I could never do that. Like, I never thought I was going to be like, when I would see people put their kids in timeout, I'm like, really? Timeout? Like, that kid needs like a for sure, yeah, like, firm hand to the booty. You know what I mean? And like, now, like, <laughs> I I could not imagine doing that. Like, if, huh? so I, I've been telling Blake recently um, to let, to allow Landon to make his own choice. And I know that sounds, people are like, you have a two and a half year old. That sounds ridiculous. No, two year olds can make their own choices. If I ask them. Yeah, they can. They can understand consequences. Right. So what will happen is like, say Landon took something that he's not supposed to have. So instead of Blake just asking Landon to return it to him or he's going to go in timeout, Blake will ask him once and then take it, take it from him after that. I'm like, you didn't even give him the option to give it back to you. Like yeah, that's how Derek is too. To make the decision, he's not getting punished for take. He's getting punished for not listening to you. It's not necessarily like always he's getting punished for doing the thing. It's right now we are teaching him to listen to us so that he doesn't do things like run in the street or like <laughs> something in an electrical <laughs> yeah. socket. Like he needs to listen to what we say because we are the guiding force of his entire life and universe right now, and we're the ones who are teaching him what is okay and what's not. So if he hits somebody or hits me or, you know, in the two-year-old way, then, you know, we just have to say like, no, don't do it. I think that leads into, we're going to skip a couple down before, because we'll go back to them. But you put one on here that there's more gray in parenting than you, than you thought. And that for sure, I realized that there's a lot of things about parenting that I just first in my head thought were like black and white. And when you're yeah. doing it and you're hands-on, like there's some like hands-on to like the moms that are up every single morning cooking like three square meal breakfast breakfasts or like baking freaking, you know, sweet potato like chips in the middle of the day, hands to you. I am not that parent. I'm just not. Like I don't and Ashley loves baking. That's on here too. Ashley loves baking. I don't. I don't, I don't really like, and maybe when I have like my own like full size kitchen and I actually have more time to really sit and bake, but try, but baking with Landon is not fun. So when I get, maybe when I can sit in the kitchen and bake by myself, maybe I'll start to enjoy it, but it's not fun baking with a two year old because he wants to do all the things and yeah, you know, so, but yeah, it's definitely, do you, do you agree that parenting is more, obviously you do, you wrote it down, but that what about parenting is more Yeah. I think the biggest thing for me is like kind of like just to bounce off what you said is like Phoenix making his own choices, even if it's a bad one. Cause right now his choices are low stakes choices. So like if he wants to, if he decides that like, like I give, you hear me do this all the time. You're my mom hears and mom hears me do this all the time. Now he'd be like, I want to, I want Skittles. Okay, cool. You can have Skittles right now, but then you don't get a popsicle later. And then you just see his little mind. Like, Hmm. Is it worth it to have a popsicle to have Skittles right now or should I wait? And and sometimes like, and I didn't think he, he could, I didn't think he had the, um, he, I don't think he, I didn't think he had yet developed this the ability to like, to, um, what do they call it? When you like, you can extend your gratification to like later, like, because now a lot of kids don't understand that they don't have the ability to like, everything is like right away. Right. So like, I'm trying to teach him in little ways, like, okay, great. Like you can have a popsicle. We can have a popsicle in two hours 
Or you can have a, not have a popsicle at all. But either way, you could wait two hours or you could not have one. Or you can have Skittles right now, but then you don't get Skittles tomorrow or whatever it is. We're not going to just be having all the whatever all the time. And in reality, like, it's not that big of a deal, like, if he has Skittles today versus if he has them tomorrow. But it's more of the lesson of, like, delayed gratification. That's what I was trying to say earlier, delayed gratification. But but I feel like, honestly, parenting is a lot of just, like, flying by the seat of your pants. Like, for real? Like, Derek is like, he would be like, what's your parenting style? Whatever makes sense in the time. <laughs> like, right. whatever, I just trust God that I'm making the right decision in the moment. And if I don't make the right decision, I apologize. I am quick to be like, I'm so sorry for yelling at you, Phoenix. Like, I didn't mean to yell at you. I was frustrated because of this and that, whatever, or you were oh, listening. So or, definitely or I was definitely times I've been so mad at Landon where he's like standing in the room crying and I will literally go in the other room until I am calm <laughs> and then it will come out yeah. because I just get, cause he'll just do something and I'll just get like, it'll just, it'll just be that one last, we're probably not going to get to all of these, but it'll just be that one last thing that Landon does. And I just lose my mind. And I'm just like, ah, like, I'm just like, Ooh, you're two and a half years old and you made me so angry right now, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think like what we should do is like, cause there's so many on this list is I think I'll, maybe I'll post these 10 things on our Instagram. Um, yeah. when this podcast comes out and then kind of like ask people to like, tell us like what they're, what they've learned after becoming a parent or a, a mom and just like see what people say. Cause I'm sure there'd be a lot of things where people are like, Oh my gosh, like I thought I was this person and I'm not or whatever, you know? Yeah. So, um, uh, but yeah, so real quick, let's do our, your no girl and go girl. Go ahead. So I don't have, I don't really have a no girl this week. Um, my go girl is that I went and got my hair done and I got it so pressed and I have like my, she told me that my hair was super soft and it literally my entire life. <laughs> so I was super excited about that. It literally made my whole life because I've been really trying over these last few months to really just have healthy hair and trying to consistently take care of it. So I wanted the strands that are growing on my hair, whether they're, they're not like super long or anything, but you know, I, I will, you know, now that our lives stay more, getting more stable, I'll be able to take care of them. But I was super excited about that. So yay me. <laughs> yay. So my go, my go girl is on the same token of hair. So I was like Googling like different ways to like straighten my hair because I don't want to have like, like a silk press or anything like that because I'm not skilled enough to do it here without it like damaging my hair. And I don't want to pay to get it done all the time because it's just like, I like to do things at home as much as possible. So I, since I, hence I do my nails at home. So I went and I was like Googling different like ways to straighten your hair. And like, I have a blow dryer and like the little clip on it that like combs through your hair to like give it a blowout and like to give it like straighten it broke. And it's like not strong enough to like comb through my hair. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they all, I broke all three of the attachments. Like they're literally broken, which is useless. So it's like in that, in the princess diaries where they're like trying to comb their hair and she like breaks off the comb, the comb breaks off in her hair. Like that's literally my hair. (laughs) So, so I went online and I found that they had, they make blowout brushes that heat up. So I literally went online and I got, I, or I went online, I Googled it. I went to see how much it was on Amazon and I was at Target the other day and I was like, I saw one of these brushes and I was like, uh, I'm buying one and they are literally the best. Like I, it's just literally, if there's no air, it's just heat. So it's more like a flat iron, but it's like, since it's a brush, it's like detangling. And like the biggest part for me is like, whenever I try to put my hair in a, uh, a puff or a pineapple or something like the, the middle of my head, like I can never get that part straight just with like, with just a regular blow dryer because you can't like maneuver the brush back there Right. With the blow dryer to like comb it out and like with the, br- with this brush, it's literally like part your hair and just brush it out. And it's, it's literally, so if you don't, if you haven't awesome. seen one of these I things, they're literally the it. best. It, it's amazing. And my hair doesn't feel damaged. I was able to put like a heat protectant on it, moisturize it. It took like probably 30 minutes to do and I've been wearing it like this. And then it also, I get rid of the guilt of like getting a, um, getting my hair silk pressed and then, ending up going to work out and now it's all sweated out. And I'm just like, well, that's pointless. So yeah. yeah. Anyways, I think that's all we have. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
We will continue to bring you new content. We are going to get to that those 52 episodes with two weeks left in the year. No, a week. Uh, no, we're at a month and a half by the time this comes out, left in the year. Um, and shout out to all you throwing up your Christmas trees and all that stuff. Um, I'm sure your houses will look beautiful. And yeah, I guess we'll talk to you guys later. Yes. Please Anything else, Wynn? Yeah, please make sure you hit those five stars and you leave us a comment and hit the bell if you're watching us on YouTube. And please subscribe to anywhere you listen to us or watch us on our podcast. And we will talk to you guys soon. Yep. All right.